0: from Dubai Media City over,
1: over.
2: Woo! across the metaverse and this is The Chris Fade Show. Salut, chico, go missus. It's Lizzo. Yeah, what Mac
3: this? Macklemore. Hi, this is Gary B. It's Doja Cat. Chris
2: Fade Show.
3: Where
4: the stars Chris live.
3: Chris Fade.
4: Chris Fade. Pretty Malik. Pretty Malik. And Big
1: Rossi.
2: Big Rossi. Virgin Radio. Oh, hello, mum, hello, dad. We're live. Good morning. It's 6.03 on Monday, December 12th. Uh, I think 18 days to go till Christmas, something like, oh, no, sorry, the New Year. It's crazy. It's already the new year coming up. Oh, it's going to be hard today. It's going to be hard this week, isn't it? Let's be honest. Why?
5: No, Pretty Malik.
2: I know, Pretty's away, but the boys will play. The
5: boys will play. We are
2: going to be talking about football and Pamela Anderson. There we go, that's all right. Yeah. That was your reference. That's, that's the female reference you went for, Pamela Anderson. Yes. Yeah. All right, yeah, Pretty's off on holiday. She started her vacation today. She's flying out. I think she's doing India first, then she's off to New York. She'll be back in about three weeks. Rossi and I are off after next week. So him and I are doing the show this week, and then we'll be off. Yeah. I have no idea who's doing the show whilst we're away. I haven't. I didn't get that memo. People always ask me. So, like, what happens when you guys go away? Who looks after the show? Oh, I always, like, I don't know, and we I just, don't,
5: I don't care. We just turn the radio off, basically. Yeah.
2: Maybe it's Nala on her own. Nala just solo running right now. Are you taking time off, Nala?
6: No, I'm here.
2: You're here the whole time. Yes. Okay. Is that when you're doing your on-air shifts? I think so. Oh, you haven't been told yet. No. You're still waiting. Okay. Let's see what happens. Uh you got gossip coming up. You're going to fill in for Pretty. Can you do that for us?
6: Yes, of course. Give me a headline. Trevor Noah his
2: farewell speech oh yeah he finished up on his show Trevor Noah did he yeah you know where he was though this weekend in Qatar hanging out with David Beckham was he yeah if you go to Trevor Noah's Instagram page he put a nice little photo up he said for years I bought boots trying to learn how to bend it like Beckham and I always failed uh, but David's such a nice guy. He said he's going to buy me a pair now. <laughs> I'm sure he could afford it. All right. That's coming up. Hey, listen, we've got a bunch of prizes to give you as well. If it's staycations that you want, we're going to look after you. All right. That's all I'm going to tell you. We've got 10,000 dirhams cash. Can we give it away on our last day, our last week of the show for 2022? Yeah. 10,000 dirhams cash. We want to be able to hook you up with it. All right. That's it. I want to kick off the show live right now. Um, with a prize. Let's do it. Our first callers of the morning will go in the running to win a Saturday brunch for two at Prime 68. You get beverages, beverages, sparkling, and grape. Okay, Prime 68, JW Marriott Marquis Hotel. Yeah. All right, that's for today. So if you want a brunch for two, anyone that gets through as our first caller of the morning, uh we'll hook you up so give me a call zero four eight seven one double five double four find out what you're doing today tell me how the weekend was as well prime 68 is fantastic 68th floor jw
5: marriott marquee the views from there are just amazing
2: nice sam huh? all right let's hook you up zero four eight seven one double five double four are we going to be talking england uh, we'll have to won't we all right we will have to they are literally
5: gone they've gone home yeah we have yeah. Kane on a plane I you've thought- heard of elf on a shelf
2: Elf on a shelf, pain on a plane. <laughs> I feel sorry for Harry Kane, right? I know, I know, but it he'll was he'll just he'll live silly. With that for the rest of his. Life. I know, like, that's it.
5: Could have been. I, I honestly thought we were going to win. If he got that goal in, what would have it changed? Two two. It would have gone to two two. Then it probably would have gone to extra time. Probably would have gone to penalties. Then we would oh, have won. Oh
2: Gosh. All right, we'll talk football coming up as well. All right, hang out. Let's go. Oh, good morning. The Chris Bate Show's first call of the day. Our first callers this week, you could possibly win this Marriott's, yes, Saturday brunch for two, Prime 68, you get all the drinks as well, Prime 68, JW Marriott Marquee Hotel. Yeah. Let's hook you up. Level that, up. Yeah. That's the tallest hotel. Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, I don't or know. It was the tallest hotel in not the world. sure, but yeah, it's such a beautiful hotel as soon as you walk in. Level up your Saturday brunch experience at Prime 68, located on the 68th floor of the JW Marriott. Hotel enjoy their signature dishes overlooking the panoramic views of the Dubai skyline. It is perfect. Mm. Uh, Vanessa, hello. Did I get that name right?
7: Yes, good morning.
2: Good morning. How are you? How's your Monday?
7: Uh, it's looking good that you called me this morning.
2: So, we've started positive, right? <laughs> we've started, What do you do?
7: Yes, very, very positive. So I'm a yoga teacher, and <sighs> I'm just going to teach a class this morning.
2: That's so cool. Where do you do yoga at? Like, where do you teach at, can I ask?
7: Uh, so yes, of course. So I teach at uh, NMC Hospital Royal uh, in VIP.
2: You- I teach oh. at...
7: <laughs> Uh, Two, three studios around the city. And I'm teaching a private class this morning. That's where I'm going this morning.
2: That's so cool. How long have you been doing yoga for? Uh,
7: I've been teaching for the last five years. And I've been practicing for the last 18 years.
2: Gosh. Have you
5: ever fallen asleep in a class?
7: A while
2: I teach, never. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Not, not whilst you, you're teaching the class. Uh, I, I just got to do more of it. I don't do enough yoga. I know the benefits of it. I know how fantastic it is for not only the yes. mind but the, the body. But I I just don't do enough. I've got it. I've got a force to go do it. Right.
7: Yeah, you need someone to help you to do it because if you're lazy, mm. you need a teacher coming yeah. to you all the time. That yeah, it's really funny. To help you.
2: It's not lazy. I'm not lazy, but I like I spend an hour and a half in the gym daily, and I just want to use that time for that. But I know that sometimes I should take a day off and go do yoga. I'll get the same benefits out yes. of it. You know? Yeah, definitely.
7: It's
5: definitely. not
2: easy, definitely. is it, doing a class? Like I, nah. I've done Bikram before, and
5: it is. It's intense when you're trying to get into those positions. Yeah, totally, totally.
7: Uh, you know what? People always think yoga is very easy, and they don't want to do it. Because it's too easy and, you know, I don't sweat that much. But trust me, the benefits are so many, especially your internal organs. They get so many benefits that you don't get from any other workout.
2: So true. So true. Get into that yoga. All right. Hold on, uh, Vanessa. Hold on a second. Kayla, hi. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You're up and about. You're going to the gym as well.
8: Yeah, I'm, I'm heading to f45. Look
2: at you. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's a brutal one as well. f45. Yeah, I'm the, ready
8: to sweat. <laughs> how
2: do you do it? How do you how do you motivate yourself? Six because f45s. If you've never done an f45, it's like it's very intense for 45 minutes. How do you motivate yourself to get that done?
8: Um, honestly, I just really, really enjoy it, and I've got a really good f45 that it goes to, so it's kind of like meeting friends.
2: Okay, that's so, cool. So you know,
8: when you're in it together, um, it's a bit easier. Yeah, it's, it's
2: just easy. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um. What do you do? What do you do for work?
8: Um, so I'm a product manager at a startup called Shake Your Plants.
2: Shake so, Your Plants.
8: Yeah. What so is that? We instant functional drink.
2: You, you what? Sorry.
8: We create instant functional drinks. So basically, like, um, you, you know, we're our first product coming out um, in March will be like an instant kombucha. So, you know. Natural
3: remedies for you, me and thee.
2: <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Kombucha is huge. It's just such a huge market. Every Whenever I'm in L.A. or Australia, kombucha is like, it's on every counter. It's just like a common drink now.
8: Yeah. So we're excited to bring it to Dubai. Good
2: on you. Well, good on you. All right, Kayla. There it is. Uh, I've got one more. Hold on. Ray, real quickly. What are you doing? Monday morning. You're up. What's happening?
0: Good morning, Chris. I'm very well. Thank you. What are you up to? Uh, I'm on my way to work. What do you do? Uh, I'm an Emirates Hospitality Facilitator.
2: Okay, Emirates Hospitality Facilitator. Explain that. That's a good title, but what does it mean? Yeah,
0: I, I'm uh, training the new cabin crew that we're hiring uh-huh. for Emirates Airlines in the, in the grooming department, the imaging
2: department. That gro- is a grooming department. I had no idea, really.
0: Yes, I'm the one who puts on the, um, their first time for the, the Red Hat.
2: Oh, so that's, like that's cute. The little...
0: Yes, in my sessions, they wear this the first time.
2: Good on you. Oh, well, that's very, very cool. I like that. <laughs> All right, Ray, here we go. This is what I'm going to do to oh, the three of you. Uh, Vanessa, Kayla, and Ray, we've got you guys on. i got this beautiful brunch, Prime 68 at the Marriott, okay? At the Marriott uh, JW Marriott Marquee Hotel. Let's get you to Prime 68. Level up for that Saturday brunch. i got a number between 1 and 10. I wrote the number down. There it is. It's on a sheet of paper, okay, Rossi. You've yep, seen it? Yep. Whoever gets it, wins it. Simple. Vanessa, what is that number between 1 and 10? Uh, it's 8. It's not 8. Kayla, over to you. Uh, 7. Not 7. Ray? 3. No. Vanessa, back to you.
7: It's uh, 10.
2: No, it's not 10. Kayla, hello? 2. No. Ray? 5. No, Vanessa. It's 2. No, we had it. Kayla? One. No. <laughs> this is the last number, maybe? Hi, Ray. Six. Nope. Vanessa, back to you.
7: Five.
2: Nope. Caleb.
7: Nine. No. <laughs> oh,
2: my gosh. Ray. One. No, it's been said. Venisa. Ten. No, it's been said. <laughs> Kayla. Eight. I feel
8: like we're running out of numbers.
2: There's a number that not no one has said. It's not eight. Ray. Four. Thank oh. you. Yeah. Ray, go enjoy the JW Marriott Marquis Hotel, all right? You got that brunch, cool? Thank you so much, friends. I appreciate it. Have a great morning.
4: Hollywood status right now. Her motto is:
2: "If you're not first, you're last."
4: Pretty Malik's gossip. Well,
2: she's not last because she's not here. Uh, <laughs> she's on vacation, in for pretty. I've got Nala. Hello. Hello All right, we've got the gossip going on right now. Give us, uh, give us a story.
6: We're gonna start out with SZA and Kiki Palmer. They performed a song skit on SNL called "Big Boys." Okay. And then since then, the song has gone viral. Every person on TikTok is using it, and they're begging SZA to release a full song.
2: Mm. And okay. Now, I'm on TikTok, and I haven't used it. Because oh. you said every person on TikTok <laughs> has Everyone, used it. Rossi, you're on TikTok. Have you used it? I haven't used Celebs it. No. on TikTok oh. have oh. used it. Ce- celebrities? Yeah. Chris hasn't uh. used it. Yeah, <laughs> I still haven't used it. TikTok <laughs> celebrities
3: have,
2: <used> it. <laughs> have you used it yet? Yes. Okay, can we hear it?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: TikTok music is like next level. There's things that happen on TikTok that we have no idea about. (laughs) There was an artist that performed over the weekend that my daughters were like, oh my gosh, he performed. You guys aware? No? No. I'd never heard of this person in my life. Really, like, like, but sold out a show. There was like, I think fifteen thousand people down there to joking. see this guy like yeah. in America somewhere. No, no, I think it happened in Abu Dhabi. Really? Oh. Yeah, I'm saying there was an artist that performed here that my daughters were like, oh, I wish I got to go. Right. Oh, I don't. Oh, um, let, me I, I, let me let me try to work out who who it was. But supposedly everyone knew the song. You were like, you don't know the song, Dad? I said, I've never, I've never heard of it, guys. But the TikTok TikTok world is like a complete that different is true. sort of yeah. Thing. That All is right, we'll come we'll come back to that. There we go. Can we talk Trevor Noah?
6: Yes, so Trevor Noah said farewell to the Daily Show after seven years, and honestly, his emotional thank you is is unbelievable. Just take a listen.
2: All right, here we go. Trevor Noah saying thank you. My, my first bosses are sitting right here. The people who gave me the job. People asked them if they were crazy. What are you doing? <laughs> why would you give him this job? You know? And I even asked him, I was like, why would you give me this job? <laughs> yeah, and they're like, we, we see something in you and we, we'll ride with you. And you did. I want to thank you over and over again. You rode with me when nobody else would. I remember when we started the show, we couldn't get enough people to fill an audience. And oh, I, I always think it's good. That's how comedy is, funny enough. I remember all my shows, people didn't, there weren't tickets that you know, everyone, just, there were empty seats. And then I I look at this now, I don't take it for granted ever. Every seat that has ever been filled to watch something that I'm doing, I always appreciate because I know the empty seat that sits behind it. That's so well, cute. That's so cute. Trevor Noah seems like a great guy. Um, here he is now. He just posted another photo uh, 15 minutes ago. Didier, Didier Drogba. Ah. So he's been he's in the football meeting. I, I didn't realize he was a huge football fan. He right? must be, yeah, uh, yeah. And he's so proud, obviously, with uh, Morocco being in uh, Africa, you know, representing Africa and getting into the, uh, the the semis, right? So this is called Trevor Noah saying goodbye. All right, we stay. Uh, let's go to the UK right now. This is interesting. The the Meghan Markle uh, Prince Harry docuseries series. On Netflix. Whoa. Is it Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah, it's Netflix. I haven't watched it, Rossi. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um It
5: it, it gives another side to Megan, you know. I, you can really see a lot about Megan in this, I think.
2: I've but, just been following it on social. There's a lot of love for them, but there's also a lot of hate for them. Yeah.
5: It's always, shot so well. As, as, is it? Yeah, it's really creatively done, yeah.
2: They're saying that I'm seeing people sort of depict and say, let's stop comparing... Meghan Markle to Princess Diana. Yeah. She's got nothing on the late Princess Diana.
5: Do you know what I heard Brent say as well? There was a scene in there where the paparazzi are chasing the car, Mm -hmm. but it's not actually them apparently it's uh, one of donald trump's
2: aides it's the photography the it videos not even they use footage of yeah. someone else okay what have you got nala
6: so prince harry Meghan markle the docuseries it dropped volume one mm-hmm. last thursday oh, so there's more volume two will do- drop december 15th so okay. in three days
2: yeah and hold it, on volume one has how many epi- three episodes three episodes the
6: other one had three episodes as well huh so it's divided. So the volume two is more of like the wedding and all that. Mm-hmm, That's what they said. Mm-hmm. But something really cool they revealed in volume one that I think you'll really like. Take a listen.
2: Here we go. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle. Meghan and
9: I met over Instagram. I was scrolling through my feed, and a friend had this video. It was like a Snapchat. just that
8: whole thing. It's it like with dog ears. And dog, and
9: <laughs> dog ears. And That's what he saw of me. That was the first thing. I was like, who is that? This
8: is ridiculous. So I
9: got to know Meghan more and more. I was like, man, oh, I'm really like falling in love with this girl. So despite my fear I
2: just Opened my heart To see What's going to happen No, They met on social media They met
6: on Instagram Like you Chris Thank you
2: That's crazy That's how Brianna and I met They met on I mean that's what it is Instagram's such a great connector That would have been pretty Like Megan Meghan Markle, I mean, she was a big name herself. She was already in a huge show. But then you have Prince Harry. uh,
6: Sliding in the DMs.
2: DMs. I think they had common friends, right? That's how it happened, yeah. Really?
5: Yeah. So should I watch it? Is this something that I should watch? Like, am I going to enjoy it, do you think? Everyone is
6: talking about it. You should watch it and see and judge for yourself.
2: I mean, you've got a lot of time on your hands now at the moment. That's right. Brianna's gone. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Brianna's in the States. Uh, WhatsApp, if you have watched it, I'd love to get your thoughts you can just WhatsApp it as a text, 04871-5544. Uh, if you watch watched Prince Harry, the Meghan Markle docuseries, do you rate it? Do you hate it? Do you think there should be more of it? Do you think they should have not done it? That's that's the big question. Should yeah. they not gone in there? Do they talk much about the royal family?
6: They talk a lot about Are they slandering them? them? Like are they- Not really. Like They're trying to make it more of their point of view of what mm. happened to them, not really mm. going too much into that. But I know there's a lot of controversy because there's one scene where she's explaining how she curtsied to the queen and that's ah. gone crazy
2: insane
5: why why would you sh- what? So it- it's just a bit weird, isn't it? Imagine this is my grandmother. You have to curtsy for her when you first meet her. Did they? Did Everyone that,
2: has to. Is that what she said? Yeah, like yes.
5: that's what Harry so was like, saying. Imagine saying to somebody, "This is my grandmother. You know how to curtsy,
2: right?"
6: So she kind of like did it, and in a yeah. funny way. And everyone's like, "Why are you laughing? This is serious and all that." So.
2: Oh gosh! All <laughs> right. Your thoughts on it? Let us know. We'll see what happens here. Thank you, uh, Nala, in for Pretty Malachitis with your tag. Um,
6: that's the tea with me.
2: Well, there was so much good football happening over the weekend. Yeah. Winners, losers—it's part of the game, right? Let me run through everything. Last Friday, Croatia, yep, Croatia beat Brazil. They wow. won. That was amazing. Huge in penalties. Yeah, four-two. Yep. I was I was at the uh, the Etisalat Stadium in Abu Dhabi, right? Wow. Watching it. It was huge—a huge crowd, yeah. big screens, enjoying the football with about. I'd say four and a half minutes to go. Yeah. And Brazil were up one nil. Right. I said, gonna get out of here because I didn't want to get stuck in the traffic. <laughs> so I got into the car. Yeah. Started her up. Started driving. And then about 15 minutes into it, just for some reason, just decided to check the result. Mm. And it said that Croatia won. And yeah. I was like, What? On penalties, yeah. It was 1-0 with about four minutes to go. Yep. And they came out. Croatia got that goal and won on penalties. Unbelievable. The game of football, I can tell you I'm not the biggest football fan, but now I am. Mm. I I, I realise why you guys want to watch... Yeah. A hundred minute game sometimes. It's exciting, isn't it? It is exciting, especially yeah. towards the end of the games when you need that goal or you need the equalizer. Yeah. So I'm sorry to Brazil, the Brazilian fans, you were so vocal, that was so loud, that was so happy. I to know. see someone to see him go from so high to that low within ten minutes. Unbelievable.
5: And Argentina uh, beat the Netherlands as well on penalties. Nolas, I, I think Nala's supporting uh,
2: Argentina. Are you going are you going for Argentina? What about Morocco?
6: No, no. Each one is in a different group. Okay. Uh, Argentina is like my team, but like Morocco, of course, us Arabs all in dinner. Like, so
2: if Morocco and Argentina get to the finals, oh. what are, who are you going for there?
6: Um, I'll have to go Morocco.
2: Okay. Argentina beat Netherlands yep, in penalties again. 4-3. Um, and on Saturday, Morocco made history. Yes. Winning, beating Portugal. Hello. Unbelievable. Portugal. And again... I watched this entire game. I mean, my daughter was into this game. My yeah. 11-year-old was like, Dad, can we watch the football together? I was like, was I massive. never thought I'd ever hear those words out of my daughter's mouth. Can we watch the football?
5: Ronaldo crying as well was a, a massive moment. So Walking sad. Down the tunnel Like he's never going to win a World Cup, I don't think. So With he, Portugal,
2: you know. Just, I know that was such a, it was a sad moment. But the winning moment for Morocco fans. The Moroccan miracle is
5: still on.
9: continues to conjure with the barely believable Unbelievable!
2: He's so good that commentator Peter Drury. They do such a great job. The yeah. commentary don't do such a great job. But to our Moroccan fans across the UAE and across the world, well done! Can they keep going? Can they keep going? Is the I hope question. So. Now I want them to win the World Cup. Then obviously the big one: France versus England. The entire world stood still watching this game. In, uh, England, I'm sorry, two one down, Rossi. Threw away our chances. Tell me why? What happened? Well, we missed a penalty.
5: Um, Harry Kane, like he went for the exact same spot, I imagine, is the first penalty that
2: he, he put in the
5: goal. But mm. why go for the same spot? Like, play it safe, keep it low, smash it in, you know? I, I don't but, know. But, but
2: hold on, it's not just, we can't just put the game loss on him, right? Like, Well, we threw away our chances, I don't know. Did you play well or did France play
5: better? I felt we, we played better, really. We were in more possession, I
2: felt like. Why did I read an article about the referee or something being more favourable to France? I didn't watch this game. Was that? Was that? Is there any truth? I to don't that? know.
5: I, I felt the referee was a bit indecisive. Like, even it benefited us as well when um, we gave we gave uh, France a yellow card. We had to go over to the referee and say, "You're not going to give him a card." And then he took out a yellow card and gave it to France. You know, really? Yeah. So I, I felt like the the referee could be sort of swayed if you got in his face.
2: All right. Well, here we go. Let's have a listen at the moment. Harry Kane uh, trying to get that equaliser in penalties.
7: <laughs> England.
5: Now the world champions are leading. This to level it up. Harry Kane waits. He sent him the wrong way last time. We're waiting for the whistle, still waiting at the coolest man on the field. As soon as that like went over the bar, I thought, "That's it, that's it." But then Marcus Rashford came on and uh, had a free kick, and it was so close. But just wasn't it. how do me. you
2: feel as an Englishman?
5: I actually thought we were going to do really well and win the World Cup, but yeah. I
2: just kept it to myself. It's not coming home. It's no. not coming I'll home. Bet but
5: you're so happy to say that.
2: I am not. I'm not. But listen, well done to all the teams still left, and keep bringing on those games. Somebody
4: say hey, we want some. Chris Fade Show's 10K Pop Quiz 10K Pop Quiz Powered by RackBank With RackBank Home in One You can decide how much interest you pay every month For more details, visit rackbank.ae slash hio Alright, I lost my
2: pen Here you go Got one for you there Thanks I pretty, pretty would usually hand me the
5: pen Well, you know, the pens get moved every single day oh, but, I,
2: but I had one five minutes ago I don't, I don't know It's Nala. Nala's got a thing I think she just stole my pen. I yeah. really do think, yes. She, she just did. stole it. It's it's thief. Here. Thief. Sonia, hi.
7: Hi, Chris.
2: Oh, my gosh. Are you ready to win some money? Yes. How I'll are do- you? Huh? I said, how are you?
3: <laughs> I am amazing.
2: You're doing well. What are you doing for a Monday morning?
3: Uh, I'm going to university.
2: <laughs> You're going where?
3: I'm going to university.
2: Oh, what are you studying? Psychology. Oh, psychology, Chris. Be careful. Oh, I like psych. You know, my 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 oldest daughter has to choose her uh, gra- uh, GCSE. Uh, yeah, her GCSE uh, classes. Right. And I told her, I said, "I think you should do psychology because I love it." I, I I guess I'm being that parent that wants their child to do what they what they never <laughs> got to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, how's psychology at college? Is it is it cool, Sonia? Yes. Yeah, I can't. He- I can't hear you. Have you got me on the loudspeaker? No. Yeah, it keeps cutting out. I don't know why. Stand still. Yeah, there we go. Um, so, is, is psychology cool? Like, is, are you enjoying it?
7: I love it. I love every part of it.
2: All right. Well, listen. That's a uh, keep keep doing it. We need we need more psychologists out there. You know. Yeah, totally. Looking after everyone's mental health. It's so important. Hey, um, we want to get you this right now. Ten thousand rooms cash with rack Bank. You know the deal. If you don't know, answer pass. If we have enough time, we'll come back to it. Okay. Yes, sir. All right, good luck. Here we go. Sonya's ready to win 10 at 1,000 dirhams cash with Rank Bank right here on the Chris Fade Show. Your 60 seconds on the clock. Your time begins right now. The Winter Soldier in Civil War, are movie installments from which superhero? Captain America. What country was the singer Sia born in? Albania? What year did rapper Tupac die, 1996 or 2000?
3: 2000.
2: What singer has an album named Doo-Wops and Hooligans? I, I passed. What rapper features on Alicia Keys' song, Empire, State of Mind, New York, New York?
8: I passed.
2: What was Justin Timberlake's first solo album called, Justify or Boogaloo?
8: Justify.
2: Who sings the songs Havana and Don't Go Yet? Which female featured on Eminem songs, Love the Way You Lie? Rihanna. Who sings, who sings a song, Bodak Yellow and Finesse? Uh, Pass. What media franchise produced the 2021 movie Shang-Chi?
7: Well, uh, I passed. What you did... Uh, I Cardi B for the Bodak Yellow?
2: Yeah, I can't go back to it. You missed out on that one. I was trying to give you another one, but I couldn't get to it either. Hey, listen, you just got 400 dirhams cash, though. Congratulations. Yay! Well done, well done, well done. What did you get wrong? Uh, Sia was born in Australia. Tupac un- unfortunately shot at 1996. Bruno Mars has the album Doo-Wops and Hooligans. Jay-Z featured on with Alicia Keys for that uh, New York song. Cardi B is Bodak Yellow and Finesse. And Marvel is Shang-Chi, the movie franchise. That would have got you more of the cash. But listen, you got 400. Congratulations, yes. all right? well done.
3: Thank you. Thank you so much. Did you have
2: any help with you in the background there? Did you have any help in the background there? No, no way. Uh, What? <laughs> like when you just, what? Who? Guilty. Chris, I can't hear you. What? <laughs> Thanks, Sonia. Sonia, you're amazing. Have a great morning. Football. Your dad, Rossi, is in the country right now hanging out and he's, uh, yeah. he's just hanging out with some football players, is he? Well, my dad's um, helping
5: Santa Claus. Uh, and my mum is here as well. So Ms. Oh,
2: yes, that's right. There's, they're helping
5: Santa, and they're sending messages back to the real Santa, you see. because now,
2: your dad looks very similar to Santa Claus. Do, yeah. Does he get stopped? Does he get sometimes mistaken for Santa Claus? He does a
5: lot of the time, yeah. And he's been given a special job by the real Santa Claus in Lapland. So that's great. So he's here in the Middle East sending the messages back to the real Santa. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's,
2: he's doing it in a hotel. And he's uh, such a good... He is probably one of the best... helpers of Santa Claus that I've ever seen and he's that good that he gets picked every year by Santa Claus I got to hang out with another helper of Santa Claus over the weekend did you and he was um, he was a Santa Claus from the UAE Wow! Yeah, are you serious? He was a U.S. and he was dressed. uh, He was helping Santa. Yeah, and it was very interesting. I love that. It was it was great. So your father is helping Santa Claus. Yeah,
5: and uh, what's going on? So he's doing it in a hotel uh, somewhere in Dubai, and in that hotel are a certain football team by the name of Liverpool. (sighs) They're staying, my football team? They're staying in the same hotel as my mum and dad.
2: This What?
5: Yeah, now my dad is an Evertonian. Although he's Scottish, when he moved to the region where we live back home, he start, started to support Everton and he took me to my first game. Anyway.
2: Does he dislike Liverpool as much as you dislike Liverpool?
5: He dislikes them this much that they were all, <laughs> they were all having the breakfast. Yeah. And he walked over and said, Hey, you lot, I just want to tell you. That I hate every single one of you. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's a legend. And they were all laughing at him, you know. Oh but my then, god! Because he, I mean, that's yeah. Mm. But the funny thing is, right? <laughs> he's now become friends with the whole team. <laughs> oh, that's right? Cute. I was there yesterday. Mohammed Salah's walking past. You're joking. Waves at my dad. No, he's like mates. They're all mates with my dad now. That's and so. likable. That's very likable. To yeah. be involved in a video. For the, for the for the football club?
2: No, they haven't. So he, as Santa's helper?
5: Yeah. So <gasps> please he, tell him to do it. He he shot something yesterday. No way. Yesterday he shot with the Liverpool football club. Your yeah. dad? Yeah. I
2: cannot wait to see
5: this. Uh, hope, hopefully, maybe it's going to come up somewhere on their on their Instagram. <laughs> that one. is epic. So yes, yeah, so was it? Sh-
2: do you know if it was just shot on their phones or was it shot with a professional
5: camera? Do we know? I wasn't there at the time, but. Um, yeah, it's been shot just on phones, I think. But he got given a signed Liverpool shirt. Are you serious? <laughs> and loads of merchandise. What's he going to do? He's an Evertonian. Well, you know that um, long-lost... Well, the the,
2: the brother you, I have. Yes, the brother, the that, brother that The foster brother that lived with us. The, the, Rossi has a foster brother that yeah. we only knew and learnt about. We've worked together for 15 years. Yeah. We only found out last year... A foster brother, In yeah. a random conversation where he just said, my brother, and we went what <laughs> yeah. so your foster brother is a liverpool a Big
5: liverpool fan so he's gonna get the shirt. ah
2: that's a great what a story But yeah yeah so Mount now Sona what a,
5: walks past yesterday waves at my dad what is the hotel that they're staying at i can't tell you that bro. what do you mean it's We're not just,
2: very hard we'll just go to your instagram page i'm sure it's there. all over it it's not on there i made sure is
5: it is it on the palm uh i can't i can't say i can't say where it is because I don't want to ruin it. Because loads of fans will be rocking up there. That's great. No, because I've got to. Even though I despise Liverpool with all my heart, <laughs> I, I have to give them that privacy. You know, I can't be saying that. All right, that. I just you see, know, it depends how much you give I me. I would
2: love to see your Scottish father, six foot four, just hanging out with almost fifty kilos, little, hanging out with almost Salah. It's amazing because yeah? Salah. I saw him the other day at a restaurant. Yeah, he's a lot smaller than I thought he was. Yeah. Yes. I didn't. Re- I didn't. A lot of football players are a lot smaller than I
5: thought they were. Yeah, totally. And they're all watching the football in the hotel. And my dad was watching the game the other night. But they've got this private section where they draw a curtain across, and they just sit in there and watch the football
2: That's together. That's pretty cool. Yeah That's pretty cool The Liverpool Football Club AC Milano here Arsenal's in the house Yeah There's a lot of football I love the this the Super Cup right This is the football capital Of the world man it's so good I got my friends I got my brother Who's like messaged me Arsenal Arsenal's in Dubai Go see him I know I mean like It's crazy The huh? only The only
5: Like silver lining On this whole situation With the Liverpool football team Is the fact that They got beat yesterday <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's all he cares about I, I think they got As beat. long as they get beat All right, so we're going to the moon, it looks like. Yep. This is pretty crazy. It's amazing, isn't it? Like pretty we've, cool. We've already done the Mars mission. Now we're doing this. I was driving down Sheikh Zed Road, and I just saw the signs. You know where the Sulek is? Where it usually has Sulek has said U- UAE to the Moon. I was like, what's going on? Is, have we? Have I invested in some crypto that's going to the Moon? Is <laughs> or, that- or are you going yeah. through a gateway that takes you to the Moon? You never know. <laughs> uh, but uh, the official, the UAE built Russia rover, the first Emirati and Arab mission to the surface of the Moon. Wow, so good. Uh, lifted off on board SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket from Cape Town, from Cape Carnival, should I say, not, not from South Africa, sorry, guys, Space Force Station in Florida, USA, at 11.38 a.m. yesterday. The integrated spacecraft carrying the lunar rover will take a low-energy route to the moon and will land on the moon after five months. So in April 2023, our Emirati uh, rover should be there. So cool, isn't it? Yeah. This is a bunch of jokes that I want to roll with, but I won't. Yeah, just about being Arabs, like you know us Arabs being on the moon, but I won't because I'm sure someone will be offended. But you yeah. yeah, anyway. Well, uh, you know, yeah, I, I just think this is amazing. It's it, amazing for the region, isn't it? I said this last week. We're such a we're we're a, geographically we're a small country, mm. right? But. The stamp that we leave on the world is ten x that. You know, we do so much, don't it's we? Like we're, it's like it's yeah. We just with our population, which is small, but you know what we're what we're creating here and the magic that we've done over the last just few years alone. Be it Expo twenty twenty, be it what we're doing now, building a rover that's going to go to the moon is yeah. is truly, truly tremendous. So proud, so proud of the UAE. Um, it says on Twitter it was cute. They said our next stop is three three hundred and eighty four thousand four hundred kilometers away. We look forward to Russia leaving an Arab footprint on the surface of the moon. We we thank the MBR Space Center team and the launch of the Russian rover and raising the UAE flag for the first time on the moon. Again, like that's unbelievable. Yeah, to think about that something that has created here in the UAE is going to be on the surface of. the the moon, guys. It's 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 on another planet. You know what I mean? It's a
5: it's it's out of this world, literally. Yep. You know, it's just crazy to think that something's going to be on another planet.
2: Salam al the Director General of MBRSC, says we have made history with the launch and what an incredible sight to watch the first Emirati mission to the moon take off. It's taken a lot to get there and I congratulate everyone who has built the mission and to make it possible. So April, we will definitely be following this journey. We will definitely follow it. But once again, another proud moment here in the UAE. I want to know, Should do we want to talk about this Meghan Markle Harry, uh, prince harry saga this documentary series are we have we watched it do we care do we just move on do we give it a lot of day social media blew up over the weekend everyone was watching it from what i could see they were hating it they were rating it some of them loved it yeah um do we talk about it on the show
5: i mean i think the world is talking about it right you know i mean i'm looking at twitter and it's one of the most trending things you're
2: english do you care are you offended Offended. Are you no, offended about know, what I, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have done here? I see two sides to the story. Like I can
5: understand one hundred percent where Harry's coming from. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to go down the same route as his mother did, you know, yeah. with all the the paparazzi and stuff. But also then I look on the other side, like if you want a quiet life, why are you selling a book? Why are you doing a Netflix Yep? Documentary. That's, but the, that's the
2: hate that I've been seeing. Well, that's the negativity I've been seeing about this.
5: But their reasoning is, if we don't tell the story, someone else will.
2: Mm-hmm. So it needs to come from our. Then they get to control the narrative somewhat. Yeah, and it's very well shot the way it's done. I haven't seen it yet. Should I watch it? Um, do we talk about it? What are your thoughts on it? Have you watched it? Did you not care? Zero four eight seven one double five double four. I want to open up the phone lines this Monday morning mm. and take your calls on it zero four eight seven one double five double four. do we care about this prince harry Meghan markle documentary series have you watched it do you want to watch it just i just want to, I just want to have a chat i want to chat about it all right amna um, uh hi
3: hi chris <laughs> uh,
2: all right tell us your thoughts on this first of all did you watch it
3: oh i did and I must say, it's pretty boring. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was
3: boring, my was it? Heart, my heart totally goes out to what Lady Diana's been through, and I don't think it's a fickle of what Meghan's been through. I'm totally... <clears throat> In fact, uh, I think she knew what she was signing up for when she went... I mean, when she chose to marry the Prince of uh, England, Prince Harry.
2: So that's one thing that I kept reading on social media, is that there's a, they're trying to they're trying to run a narrative or of Meghan Markle and Princess Diana sort of being in the same sort of feels right and then i and i read somewhere that said princess diana really came from sort of nowhere like she wasn't nobody knew her she wasn't famous she was wealthy though she was yeah but she had a bit of money but she wasn't from any fame or anything like that no. and she was just bang thrown into yeah. the spotlight where meghan was already a very successful actress uh, on a hit tv show already had a lot of fame a lot of followers so she sort of was it, She knew. You can't, you can't compare the two. Is that what you're saying there, Amna, as well?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's very boring. In fact, I just sat the whole day <laughs> yesterday just to watch it, and I was pretty disappointed.
2: <laughs> you really? watch it, but, but hold on. So they've done three episodes for the first section. On December 15th, in a few days, they'll drop another three episodes. Will you watch those three? No, I don't think so. <laughs> She's tuned out. She says, "I'm out of it." I'd
3: rather watch. I'd rather watch a rerun of of the Bible.
2: Yes, watch it. Watch it again. Give it more hours. I think I'll give that a few more hours. Now, the uh, the whole curtsy thing, the whole uh, dramatization of when uh, Meghan Markle had to meet the late Queen. Yeah. Right? So
5: basically, Prince Harry. It was in a car with Meg, and he said, Hey, we're going to go to this party. Oh, and by the way, my grandmother's going to be there. Grandmother, meaning the queen. Wow. So she didn't have time to prepare. And he just said, you know how to curtsy, right? And she thought he was joking. But,
2: but you had to really curtsy. You have to when you meet the queen. Let me hear this audio here. Have a listen.
6: I remember in the
8: car and driving up, and he said, you know how to curtsy, right? And I just thought it was a joke.
9: But how do you explain that to people? How do you explain that you bow to your grandmother and that that you will need to curtsy, especially to an American? Like, that's weird.
8: Now I'm starting to realize this is a big deal. I mean, Americans will understand this. We have medieval times, dinner and tournament. It was like that. Like, I curtsied as though I was like, pleasure to meet you, your majesty. Like, was that okay? It was so intense.
2: Amna, did you find that offensive, or is that cool that she was talking about it like that?
3: Very, very offensive. Mm. I am Irish on my mother's side, so I do have a little bit of, you know, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I mean, you are acting as though you're uneducated. I mean, yes, she, I mean, she is the Queen of England. Mm. She is the Queen of England, and that's the kind of respect you give
2: her. Mm. okay all right well there we go i'm not thank you i appreciate it have a have a great day thanks for listening as well thank you you too bye-bye all right well is this show boring as by the way i'm not is this is she hung up yeah. she's gone Please. no i asked her too late wonder if she judges this show as well though probably um do i watch it do i give it its time what do you, you think? have to i nala? think you need to give it a bit of time to yeah. watch it yeah nala Especially. you watched it
6: I watched it. I think everyone should just so you can be in the loop.
2: Did you like it? Is it boring or is it? did you find it entertaining?
6: Um, it was 50-50 for me. Like some things I was like, eh, other things I was like, okay.
2: Okay. All right. I, I, I thought it was all right. I'll watch it this week. But I mean, Brianna's in the States. I'm sort of home alone basically. Maybe what you kids. can do is like you can get on the
5: phone and say, right, let's watch it. And you both start at the same time.
2: <laughs> we could do that. We could do that. Um, hold on. Patrick just got through. Hey, Pat, you watched it? Yes, I did. Should I watch it?
10: Yes, you should. Why? You know how you were telling people who were giving comments about the Blades and say, watch it before you make any decision. Yeah. Watch it and have your own informed decision.
2: No? I like it. What's your What's your decision on it? What are your thoughts?
10: For me, it's a docuseries. People are telling their lives. And uh, the thing is, rich people have a way to... They always have... They get a way to tell their lives. It is their story... We will never know what really happened, but at mm. the end of the day, it is it is a docuseries. People are saying what they went through. It's better than she said, he said, or Piers Morgan said, I mean.
2: Yeah, this is their narrative, I guess, that they get to control. The media sometimes controls their narrative as well for them. So I think this is probably it is their... It's better
10: that way. Yeah. It's like someone coming and telling me the bling is trash. Mm. The first question I'll ask them, have you seen it? Yeah, you know, and then they, if they tell me they have seen it, okay, then we can have a conversation. But at the end of the day, it is their story, and they're telling it themselves.
2: Yeah, yeah, true, true, exactly. Watch it before you judge it. That's right. I'll, I want to give it a watch. Give it a watch. I'll to give it got a watch. you time on your hands. Wala, well, like, you're not going to watch this.
3: No, I didn't, and I feel there is no need for it from the first place. Like, come on,
1: mm.
2: that's it. Well, I think like, people are. It's it's it's, it's again. It's. People are watching it. Netflix, at the end of the day, are the ones winning because yeah. they're the ones that are getting everyone to sort of subscribe to watch it because people want to watch it. So I'd
5: love to know if the numbers beat your TV series because yours like,
2: was the biggest one out of the region. It was. I'd like to see the numbers of viewing as well. Yeah, uh, we'll try to get those places. But I'm going to watch it. I'm not. I'm, well, I'm going to watch it over the, I'm going to watch it this week. I'll watch a couple of episodes and I'll come back and I'll and I'll I'll judge it as well. I'm going to judge it. Okay, you I'm judge. judge it. Wala, well, watch it. Do a couple of episodes.
3: All right, see
2: how you go. Men crying over sports. What are our thoughts? What are our thoughts? I saw it firsthand. Did you? Where where did you see? Wasn't the England fans, was it? No, it was the Brazilian fans. Oh, really? Yeah, because they were like probably favourites. Brazil-Croatia match was amazing. I watched it, and then obviously, unfortunately for Brazil, Croatia came out and took them out. I saw grown men crying. Over sports, yeah. Over the game. I, I could never do that. Like, I don't know. Like, well, your team, what, St. George, LA Lakers, whatever sports team that I'm obsessed with, and I'm obsessed with sports. I love sports. Mm. I couldn't cry. Like, and I don't want to take anything away from them. I'm not making fun of the situation but I want to understand the situation, okay? And what are your thoughts? I'm not even going to say men. I'm going to say in general, people crying over sports. Zero four eight seven one double five double four. okay? zero four eight seven one double five double four. And Now, I don't know if it's... I've gone through some pretty like tough times in my life, where that has brought me to a point where there were tears. Mm. But there's some pretty traumatic. They're, like, they're pretty traumatic. Those situations. Yeah. You know. A sport, a sporting game, couldn't get to that level for me. Again, I just want to understand this situation. Crying over sports. Zero four. Eight seven one double five double four. Omar.
3: Good
5: morning.
2: You, Omar, you're a crier. Uh, I am. Okay, but- can, firstly, can you get me off the loudspeaker? <laughs> we want to hear you oh.
5: cry, but the out. most
2: annoying thing for me <laughs> right now is that I'm going to cry. Um, I just want to be able to take your call and be able to hear you on the radio, man. Omar, you are a cry. you're telling me.
0: Uh, I am. I am. Uh, it doesn't happen often, but mm. I
2: am. What, what game did you cry over? What would happen?
0: Well, the last, actually every Moroccan game.
2: <laughs> I'm from Morocco. Okay, every Moroccan game. Okay, so now I want to understand, so obviously that that national pride being Moroccan and winning has brought you to tears every game.
0: Every game. Uh, it, it's it's not just the fact that, that uh, history is in the making. Mm-hmm. It's the, the, the traditions and the culture and, the, and the, the the huge support that Morocco has been witnessing from absolutely everyone, from, from, from the Arab world, from the Muslim world, from, from Africa. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but when the national anthem goes on before every game, mm. the whole stadium is singing along and yep. the whole stadium is not Moroccan. Yep. This tells me that people have learned... The words of the lyrics of our national anthem, sure, as a show of love of support, and sure. that brings tears to my eyes. Mm. When at the end of the game, you see the players picking up their mums, who are the most traditional looking women you can think of, and how them on a pedestal.
2: Yeah, how- now, uh, apart from a nation like Morocco, have you cried in any sort of just derby? matches like you know not a national team like
0: no no i i would never get the same type of emotion from,
2: okay. from
0: you know a, a regular sports team yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah all right that that i understand what you're saying there Omar. i get that i understand that it's not just a game for you it's, it's more a country yeah. a, it's a country and it's a national pride. pride yeah again saying that i couldn't do it if, even Australia, like
5: if Australia got to the World Cup final in Qatar, you could not.
2: No chance.
5: No, You wouldn't even, be
2: crying. Of course not. If Lebanon got in there, and I know they've gone through a, a lot, I'm not going. I'm st- I'm going to be ecstatic. I'm going to be excited. I'm going to be happy. Well, when do you cry? Then I'm not going to cry. Death. <laughs> okay. Like that. That's what makes me cry. Like death. Yeah. Uh, when I was going through a divorce and. You know there were kids involved in trying to work all that out like that's what brought me to tears. Right, not no, sports. I I can't get to that sports and again I'm not taking anything away from anyone if you're crying over sports. You know it's 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 what hits that emotion. You can't tell someone what to feel and what not to feel. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Uh Nora, you're saying it's okay to cry over sports? I, uh, yes. Okay, you've cried over sports?
4: Okay, uh, I'm not fan of any of the uh, I would say I'm not a member of any of the teams right now, yeah. but uh, yes, it was really really touching mainly I like, can say for Brazil and Portugal mm-hmm. because as we know in, uh, the Newmar and Cristiano, and uh, maybe it's their last World Cup.
2: Yeah so, so did you cry yourself personally?
4: Yeah, of course, because they ah. really work Cristiano mainly work really hard, yeah. and uh, he really everyone knows how he goes off everything, and yeah. it's just emotional, because you really feel sad for the people.:
2: Yeah like, I love Cristiano Ronaldo, and I'm so sad for him that he's possibly not going to win a World Cup, but oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not crying. like it doesn't bring me to tears. Mm. Ah. I feel I- sorry for him, and I'm like, that's so sad but I can't ger- generate a tear. I
5: mean, yeah, he might
2: have lost you know, a few
5: followers from his Instagram. He's only got you know, 400 million now. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel?
8: Yes, hi.
2: Crying over sport, you're okay with it?
8: Yeah, I think it's completely fine for anyone to cry for whatever reason. And this conversation, especially for men, it reinforces the taboo that crying is not okay. I think it's very natural and should be the case even over sports. And, and it's just the little things that we talk about and say, well, this is fine to cry about and this mm. is not fine to cry about. Yes. It just reinforces this taboo that we have. Like, I think it's just the passion. Are you
2: married? Have you got a man in your life?
8: Uh, no, I'm not married.
2: Okay, so let's say you were married and your guy's crying every week. You okay with that?
8: Yeah, definitely. Our be- wife is tears.
5: It's like that episode of Friends. It's like that episode of Friends, isn't it, where Jennifer Aniston wants Bruce Willis to cry. He doesn't cry. He doesn't cry. She wants him to be a more I emotional. Doesn't. But then yeah. he does not stop crying the whole time when he Yeah, cries. no,
2: I think you're right about men crying. I think it's important to show emotion. I 100% think it's so important for for men to be real. Okay. But I think Rachel like you got to also be not careful what you ask for because if you're in a relationship with a guy yeah. and he's crying like, oh, I just had such a bad day at work. <laughs> and then the next moment it's like, oh, I just hit my toe on the bed. You're too much crying. <laughs> the- Babe, I just... I went to the mall and the guy opened the door and he smacked my car. And <laughs> like... Yeah, I mean, by the end of a race, you're going to be like, okay, baby, come on. Like, so, this yeah. Is
5: like, you know... So, you're fine with that, Rachel, if he's going to be crying like that all the time?
8: Yeah. that is, oh, Listen, it's no one is going to be crying like that all the time. And if there is, then there's, there's a problem. And <laughs> that's fine. But the issue is that the thing is, this conversation is judging men for crying. How many people's view. And Chris, you're you're partly Lebanese, you're partly Arab, and you know how it is for a man to like... Show his emotion. Yeah, for a man to meet the standards of uh, of what's it called, a patriarchal society.
2: Yeah, but hold on, you're taking this conversation totally in a different direction. I'm asking over sport. I want to know. Oh, I, 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 crying for a guy, I, I think, is totally fine. I think, yes, it's it's a great release of emotions. It's great for your mental health once you do get that cry out sometimes. But what I'm asking over sport was my question. I'm trying to understand how a sport can... You can't get, get your hands on oh, that. Oh, I could never... Well, I can't... I, my, for me personally, I could never... There's no sport... That could get that emotion to tick. I can't even like. I, I find it hard to cry. It's, I, I wish I cried more, Rachel. I wish I. I wish I could cry. I mean, there are moments where I'm like, I should be crying right now. I remember when my grandfather died, and I and I got the news. I'm like, why am I not crying? You <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> yeah. and I couldn't cry. I'm like, I want to cry. Why am I laughing at that? <laughs> why Sorry. are you laughing at
5: so me? The not way, crying. It's the way you're explaining it though.
2: But I hear you, Rachel. I hear you, Rachel. Well, listen. It, you know. You know. One day when you're married. We'll uh, cry for you now, Rachel. You, wanna <laughs> no, you want to cry? No, we're not going to cry for you. We're not going to cry for Rachel. Got Rachel. For me. I will cry for Argentina. Oh,
5: thanks, Madonna. Okay.
2: That's a song, by the way, right?
5: <laughs> Listen, Rachel, have a great day, okay? okay. I apologize.
2: Well, Chris? Thanks. Bye. Why are you apologizing? Your joke? Me? What joke? They're crying about Argentina. Yeah. Um. All right, we're going to take more calls on it. My question here is trying to understand. Crying over sport and I want it's there's nothing wrong with it. I just for me I'm trying to understand it because I could I can't get to that level. I can't get to that level Crying's good. If You can have a cry have a cry honestly. Dennis is uh called through as well. Dennis, what, what are your thoughts? Crying over sports? Hello. Yes, brother crying over sport
3: Hi, Chris. How are you? Good mate. That's good. Um uh, I think um, crying over sports is not really um, 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 a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, like, for me, supporting Arsenal for the last 10 years, okay. uh, we lost a lot of games. I think you need to grow. Like, there's so, so many things to cry over. But sports, I'm with you. We c- I, You can't just make yourself cry over sports. Okay. Like, it's just
2: a game. Just a game. All right. M- Munir, what about you, Munir? Well, hi, Chris. Hi,
9: Big Rose. How you doing, guys?
2: We're good. doing well, brother. What do you think? Crying over sport. Yeah. So I, I believe
9: it's totally fine like for for my uh, for my opinion like uh, growing up in Casablanca in Morocco mm. loving a club called uh, we did Casablanca uh, believe me Chris every single good thing that happened in my life it's because of that team
1: <laughs> okay. so I was
9: growing up loving that team like even the reason that I moved in in Dubai and keep connecting to that team and seeing uh, my friends who play with me or the or the people that they were growing up growing up in that team and now they are playing in in the world cup like uh by by that team i mean it's it's just something with giving you goosebumps that seem it's like your own family the success of that family and you feel that supporting that family it's something that that you are leaving that you are that, that you are growing up
2: and- it's so cool it's so cool that you can have a connection with a player or a team I yeah. think that's so cool the fact that they don't know you okay is interesting for me but the fact that you have that connection like family that it brings you to tears I think is special what about like because you're a massive Kobe
5: Bryant fan yep when the news broke about him did you nearly cry there
2: yeah but that's death okay that's, that's different to to a like we're not talking sport now right right, right. not we're, sporting moment. we're talking the loss of a human life right and did I cry no did I have the emotions of tears yes without them yeah I know that Brianna started crying but and that but that was more because it was a death related okay. thing right What about
5: like when um, Michael Jordan no. won the 6 nope. rings
2: No nope. No nope. any and I'm a huge Jordan fan I'm a huge NBA fan I'm a huge I couldn't get I couldn't get sports to bring out that emotion in me and I'd know that that's, that's okay that I don't cry over sport. And it's okay that people do cry o- over sport. This is, this is not about judging. I'm just here to understand more about it. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. I want to try to get that. Mm. Uh, Nancy, you're, you think it's more than just a sport. That's why.
4: Yeah, 100%. I think it's about loyalty to a country, especially when we're talking about the the world stage. Yeah. It becomes really about how we connect to our country, and it's about the sense of belonging. And belonging, in terms of human needs, is way, way at the top. Our sense of belonging will make us do crazy, crazy things. Yeah. So.
2: But th- th- but this is World Cup that we're talking about. You know, people cry over just their their little city teams. You know what I mean? Like Everton, like yeah. an Everton, like yeah. I you know, uh, from a World Cup perspective, I c- you can sort of understand it more because you're right. It's country's pride. It's, it's a country's pride, and maybe that country's been going through so much recently, and this is just that little win for them. You know, and it and it 100%. brings out the other emotions. But when it comes to like a tennis match, or watching someone play tennis, or watching a football team just lose a football match, or whatever it is, ice hockey, you name it. You see fans all the time crying over it. NFL happens yeah. all the time, and for me, I just try to I try to understand how to where where does that emotion derive from? You know,
4: for football, especially football, for some countries, it's their it's the one thing that that brings joy to a country. There's some countries where you know there's so much uh, crime, there's so much other issues in their country, and football is the one thing that actually brings them all together to feel yeah. a sense of belonging. Totally. So it's way more than just uh, Sports. I think football specifically has a different kind of impact on people because of the way that uh, it's so meaningful to so many countries. And I'd be, I'd be really curious to talk to a neuroscientist about this because I've heard that our fandom comes from the same place in our brain that you know our loyalty to brands or our loyalty to any deep belief like hmm. religion apparently comes from the same place, so there's a lot of wow, so
2: our brain it stores like religion where we would go for our sporting teams in the same area
1: possibly <gasps> I-
2: that's cool wow is it if there if there's any neuro uh't know science or brain specialist listening right now, could you give me a call? I would love to know if that's true because then that makes a lot more sense if you're classifying it in that sort of category, Nancy, if it's the the neurological side of it, you know? Yeah. All right, Nancy. That was great. Great chat. Enjoy Thank you guys. so much. Thank okay, you. Bye-bye. bye-bye. All right. All right. 04871 double, double, four. Any neuroscience or, I don't know, what do you call it? What do you call the, the brain? Neuroscientist. Is it neuroscientist? I don't know. know. Right, give me a call. Show one down without Pretty Mullick and also show one down of our final week of the Chris Fade Show yep. for 2022. We're uh, we're both going on vacation for three weeks from Friday, right? We are, yeah, not together. No, no you don't know, you never know. You never know what might end up here. Uh, listen, up next, Eddie. Eddie is up next, all right, playing all your commercial-free music. Oh, hold on, they're just, hold on, Nala just told me that he's off. Where is he?
6: He's on vacay. How
2: long's he on? Who taught? Why is he on vacation as well? Who's doing his show then? Yeah.
6: It's just nonstop music.
2: Oh,
5: really? <laughs> <laughs> so, so replaceable. There we go. All
2: right. Well, well, this is, hold on. I mean, I love Eddie, but also we're giving you commercial free music right now. All right. So just have us on. I mean, I could have just kept going. I'll just keep doing the whole day. Really? I don't mind. I'll do that sort of stuff. It's my yeah. dedication to the Virgin Radio. Get me out of here. Um, okay, listen, have a great one. We'll catch you tomorrow. For myself, Chris Fade and the team, wear your seatbelts. Yalla, bye. The Chris Fade Show,
1: back at 6am. Virgin Radio.